We could tell you exactly why Bomba socks, t-shirts, and underwear are so comfortable. We could talk about our soft fabrics or how we donate one item for every item you buy. But we think our customers said it best. So we hired some professional voice actors to read real customer reviews. Bum diggities on my piggies. It's like being hugged by an angel. I borrowed a pair from my son and didn't want to give them back. Give an item when you buy an item and get 20% off your first purchase at bombas.com slash comfy. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash comfy. Views and opinions expressed in this podcast by the host or the guest do not necessarily reflect the views of Paranormal Buzz Radio or its sponsors. Use of any materials produced by Paranormal Buzz Radio without express written consent is strictly prohibited. For information on everything Paranormal Buzz Radio has to offer, visit our website, paranormalbuzzradio.com. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, hello, world. What's going on? Thank you for tuning in to Into the Abyss with Peggy Gypsy. I am a little sick today, so I may sound funny. I may cough. I may be a little hoarse, but it's okay. It's all fun and games here at Into the Abyss with Peggy Gypsy. My first guest, oh my God, guys, I am extremely, extremely excited. Even though I mispronounce his name, he doesn't care. And he tells me to call him whatever I want to call him, pronounce it however I want to pronounce it. It is Sen Elias, and he is the owner of Crescent City Conjure, and I'm so excited. I had sent him a message on Facebook, just a law of attraction message saying, hey, I would love to have you on my show. I thought I wasn't going to hear back from him, you know, because you never know. I'm a stranger. 
and he got back to me right away and I was so excited. So yes, so Sen, say hi. Hello. How's everyone doing out there? And so I, ha- I happened to be looking at my phone when you messaged me that. And so I was like, oh, this is cool. Because usually I don't have my phone on me like that. I'm busy doing something else. So it's just a moment. So, yeah, I think it worked on out. And I'm happy to, to be getting to know you. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> That's so awesome. I, you know what? I told my friend, um, my business partner, she's also a good friend of mine, Lynn, Check I And we own Mysterious Journeys, which we do like haunted tours around town and stuff like that. And I told her, I was like, I have to get him on my show. He has to be the first one. And, you know, we both believe in law of attraction. So we believe that anything that we say can is going to, going to manifest if we believe in it. And, yeah, I couldn't believe it when you messaged me right back. I was like, I did a dance. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> this is so exciting. That was very exciting. Now, for um, can you just tell me a little bit about yourself? Like, how did you get started into all this stuff? Yes, sure. So I'm a practitioner of hoodoo. I'm initiated into European witchcraft, Alexandrian tradition, and I'm also initiated into Palo Moyombe. So I'm a palero scratched into Palo. Um, so as a hoodoo practitioner, your first teacher should always be um, those in your household, your mother, your grandmother, stuff like that. When I was young, um, you know, my mother, my grandmother, my family, you know, peers at school, all of that, all of that noticed that there was something a little strange about me, you know, like a little, a little different than, than them. Um, I was, I, I was able to know things before they happened. I was having conversations with adults about things that were happening in their lives when I was supposed to not have any context as a child. So those things kind of set me apart. I was doing things that I now identify as workings or spells, even now when I was young, these are things that you intrinsically know that you instinctually know. Um, so who do is not necessarily something that you you know, a subject that you study and, and become proficient in, even though there's that aspect, of course, is something that you're born into, in my opinion. It's something that you're born into. Um, and it's because of necessity. You have to have the faculties to carry the blessing. You have to have the ability to hear and listen to spirit, to, to read, um, you know, and communicate that blessing to other people, to cause change to happen by working with natural elements. All of these things are blessings that you're born with. All these words like hoodoo, root work, and conjure, those are labels that we use to identify the specific tradition of what we do to other people. But it's something that resides within the individual and is nameless. Um, as far as um, Alexandrian work goes, um, it's uh, that to me, Alexandrian work provides structure as to where hoodoo is folk magic. So it doesn't have a set um, uh, training um, module, you know, as to where Alexandrian work does. And it, it taught me more inner work um, and, and, and consistency and discipline within myself. Um, and as far as the Apollo goes, I'm a hot headed little son of a gun. So <laughs> need, uh, I can see that. <laughs> I really am, and I need something to to contain me. I need to understand and and work with that that uh, mystery of myself. So um, that power that resides in, in my chest, I have to I had to work with that somehow. And in in an external sense, there was a part of my the my personal spiritual path that was incomplete without that. Um, and it also provided great protection. And in a city like New Orleans, which is saturated with workers, you need to have great protection. So, yes. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, it's it definitely did that. I've been practicing for um, so I, I, I've been practicing consciously since I was twelve, um, and so I you know a structured uh, meditation prayer you know process since I was since I was twelve. Um, opened up Crescent City Conjure, started doing business as Crescent City Conjure in two thousand fifteen, and um, was able to open up a physical location really recently, June twenty first of this of uh, last year. Oh, nice, nice. That's awesome. Now, when we were, you and I were speaking earlier, um, you told me you were originally from D.C., right? Yeah, um, yes. I'm originally from the D.C. area. My grandmother's from South Carolina. She moved our family up to New York and then to Maryland and then closer into D.C. Um, so one thing I really want to make clear, because a lot of people um, don't really the world knows New Orleans. Right. And the world associates who do root work, who do all this stuff with New Orleans. But this, all of these traditions, no matter what tradition you're talking about, it exists around the world. You know, New Orleans is just known for it. So, and especially when you're talking about hoodoo rule and conjure, uh, uh, um, New Orleans had the highest percentage of free black people, um, mm-hmm. uh, free from slavery. So there, it's, it's highly concentrated in a very small area. But wherever there are black people, you're going to find hoodoo rule and conjure because it is African American folk magic. And there was a great migration from the south uh, to the north of people of color. So it's spread around. And, um, you know, I. I I had it in my bloodline. I had. It, I was practicing it in New. Or, I'm sorry, in DC. <laughs> um, I had to open up. Uh, it's not. It's. I didn't even decide to open up Crescent City Conjury. It wasn't a conscious decision. It wasn't. <laughs> how did it happen? Like, did you just wake up one day and say, "I want to open up a shop"? And no, it was no. It, it was. It was okay. So. Um, it, it happened because I was unsatisfied. The real, the real beginning of Crescent City Conjure was because I was unsatisfied with the products that I was getting at my local botanica. I would go into the botanica and I would get, I would get my, you know, money drawn soap and my oils yeah. and all this, you know. But when I was looking at it, I, we spending so much time uh, learning and communicating with the power, with the spirit of herbs. But I don't see not near one herb in this oil or in this soap, you know, or anything. And I would take a shot. My skin would be all dry. And I'm, I'm, this is. I'm like, what is this? Wait, <laughs> what is I've, this? I've done that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I could do better. I could do better. And so I endeavored to do better and for myself. You know, I said, I'm gonna scrap all that. I'm gonna do. Um, I'm. You know, and of course, we still go to the Botanicas because Botanica is, is is the spot. Right? I mean, you, for those guys, for people out there who don't know what a Botanica is, it is like. Uh, like from what I know, like my experiences in botanicas, it's like you got a Puerto Rican mom, Dominican, somebody, you know, and it's just a spot you listen to. You go in there and they have everything and yeah. they tell you everything that you don't want to know and listen to. And either you're going to love it or you're going to run out and be scared. for <laughs> spiritual people. <laughs> right. And it's a little dusty. It's not the cleanest, most beautiful place when you walk in. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, so you know, you, I was still up in the Botanica, and um, but I was for my own work as I was making my own oils, making my own candles, making my own incense. You know, really and really saying I can, I, I'm going to make this sing. I'm going to make this really. I want these things to have a a, a large spirit, a strong spirit, um, and it kind of it kind of went off from there. I, I fell in love with with making my own products, and eventually um, that became um, a line of products, you know, a line of things and offering it to, to the community, um, and offering my services as a root worker to the community, 
Um, when I moved to New Orleans, and here's another thing that I don't always talk about, but Crescent City Conjure started with two people, me and someone else. Okay. Um, that person, um, I can say a lot of mean things right now. <laughs> <laughs> I not, know, it's like you're trying to swallow the words. And like, uh. I'm going to stay professional. I'm going to say... Um, we had, it didn't work out with that person. <laughs> that person, and we had... Um, creative differences. Oh, I <laughs> like that, yes. So creative differences. And we went off into our separate ways, but um, what it what it did was I don't I don't you know, you you you, you offer your thing, you, you put something that's very private and very intimate out there in the public mm-hmm. for judgment, you know, for consideration. And you don't know what you're gonna get back, you know, and thank thankfully, thank God. You know, it was received positively and it was received with with even joy and enthusiasm. And that really was the beginning. And then as we continued, it just got better and better and better. And it hasn't stopped getting better yet. You know, so I think I think that I think my spirits for that, I think consistent work, you know, for that, you know, so it, it really it really does feel like it was what I was meant to be doing and the community has responded in such a great way um they've said that you know the community needed this it's the only Mm african-american owned shop in new orleans and so that that's a big deal that's a that's a big deal um so you know and we have to carry ourselves as such we have to carry ourselves um as being as available as possible for people who need our services um, so I, I, I'm thankful for the responsibility. It's a lot of work, um, but it, 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 I think you have to you have to be made for this to do it because it's very it ain't easy, you know. Yeah. But it's, it is fulfilling. Now, for those people who don't know, can you? Because most people, the misconception is that they think voodoo and hoodoo is the same thing. Now, can you explain the differences or like get into like what hoodoo is? Because most people don't know. They listen, they hear it, and they're like, "Oh, it's just voodoo from a different place." You know. All right. Let's 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 talk about. It. Let's have a whole conversation because the thing is that you even see these memes, memes on Facebook yeah. about you know, oh, the difference between who and voodoo, and half of that is wrong too. Yeah. But you know, for real, like people just get misinformation and write it all the way out. Uh, but so uh, let's look at hate because okay, let's first identify what are we talking about when we say voodoo. Um, you have the public consumption voodoo, which is an outside perspective looking in, right? V O D O O. That's voodoo. Every, it's a large umbrella term for anything that look like black people might be doing some crazy shit. Uh, stuff. Exactly. Uh, black Dominicans, so. yeah, they're looking a little weird. No, you can say shit. It's okay. I just took <laughs> the other word. <laughs> but you know, it's like when people think voodoo, they're like, oh my god. It's satanic, and it's, you know, the Haitians and the blacks and the Dominicans, and it's... That's the outsider's perspective, V-O-O-D-O-O. In New Orleans, you're going to have to get okay with hearing, you know, everything being referred to as voodoo. So we accept it because, you know, it's, you know, nobody's going to take their time to explain the nuances. Someone was just coming in and coming out real quick. So, you know, V-O-O-D-O-O and everything. Um, Now, then we have New Orleans voodoo and then we have Haitian voodoo Mm -hmm. um, in in this area. There are other forms of voodoo. I don't know how popular or, or, um, or um, legitimate they are, like Gnostic voodoo and all that other stuff. But Haitian voodoo is what I think people are really talking about yeah. when they're discussing voodoo. Um, so for Haitian voodoo, Haitian voodoo began in Benin, the house of the home of, of, of voodoo, right, and made its way to to Haiti. 
um, and then made its way to America via the Haitian Revolution. Free Haitians um, came to New Orleans, came to America. Uh, it is a religion that honors the Loa. There are rituals and there are, there's a hierarchy. hierarchy. Sorry. Uh, you have your Ugans and you have your Mambos at the top, right? You know, they, they have gone undergone Konzo. Um, you know, and have become initiated into initiatory tradition. Um, you know, it's a whole it's a whole religion. Um, hoodoo is not a result of the um, of the Haitian Revolution. It is a result of the transatlantic slave trade. Okay. So when slaves were brought over from Western Africa into mainly the southern parts of America, um, their their culture, their spiritual beliefs collided with Native American folk magic, European folk magic, and transformed them to what we now know as hoodoo. Hoodoo, as we know it now, um, did not exist in this form until those slaves arrived to America because it is in part um, a portion of Native American folk magic and European folk magic via those cultures communicating with one another. Um, me personally, I believe that Hoodoo was born at the, in, at the, in the moments that those captured Africans had to spend in, 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 in the boat. When they it dawned on them that they were losing their whole existence and they, were, they had no idea what was going on. Could you imagine? That's scary. That, That's... Fear, that kind of fear, that kind of pain felt like it's not death you know it's, no. it's something you have to sit and experience and, and that's worse than death you know that's just <laughs> mental <clears throat> torture like you don't know what's going on you don't know where you're going you don't know if you're going to be alive your family you don't know anything so that's just it's just pure agony it's hell yeah you know and i i, I couldn't i can't imagine it but you know, I think that gifts are given to those who who survive through um, incredible odds like that. Gifts are different levels of strength, understanding, and spiritual capability emerge in people. Peacock streaming the world's biggest sporting events, exclusive originals, and the latest movies. This February, we've got Super Bowl 56 and the 2022 Winter Olympics. Peacock original Bel Air from executive producer Will Smith and Westbrook Studios. Damn! Plus tons of new movies every week, including Marry Me, starring Jennifer Lopez and Owen Wilson. In theaters and streaming only on Peacock, Valentine's Day. With all this and so much more to love, sign up now at PeacockTV.com. Who can find their way to the other side of traumatic events like that, you know? And so I, I believe that that's where the fire of Hoodoo was born. And then it was structured in the context of African-American folk magic, Native American folk magic, and European folk magic. And along the way, it's picked up traits from other cultures. We yeah. see um, we see Jewish mysticism um, involved in, in Hoodoo. We see sometimes Chinese medicine um, being placed upon Hoodoo. It really depends on what cultures interact with what other cultures in what time and what place. Because New Orleans, hoodoo that's practiced in New Orleans looks different than hoodoo practiced in Chicago. Yeah. You know, like it's just it, because of the place that it evolved in. You know, and, and we see a difference in uh, from house to house is extremely varied. They're, the bones are there. Yeah. You know, and they're things that we talk uh, about amongst each other. And there are little links and little blinks that we know. You know, you're you're legitimate or you're not within the hoodoo practice, but. Um, for the most part, is is, is folk magic, so it, it's very much determined on what the people were doing at the time. Okay. Now, did you feel like when you came from DC into New Orleans, like were people accepting that you practice? You're coming in as a someone who practices hoodoo from uh, DC versus somebody who is born and raised and has their roots in New Orleans. Um. 
Like, did I think you feel like that kind of, you know, side eye thing, you know? Like, who is I this guy so. trying to come into my my town? You know what? People are territorial, even with, you know, psychics and mediums and, you know, very territorial. Oh, and it's funny because I have a friend who um, we've been friends since middle school and grew up together. He's he's from New Orleans. And when I moved back, well, I'm sorry, when I moved to New Orleans, he moved back <laughs> to New Orleans simultaneously. Oh, wow. And so and we had this conversation and I said, you know, um, we, we were talking about it and he wanted to impress upon me how um, rare it is that someone is accepted yeah. um, the way that I have been. In, in New Orleans and because um, he one of the things that he does is uh, he drives for Uber and so he gets to see a lot of different people and have a lot of different conversations with them and people people talk to him about the shop and whatnot oh. um, and, and it's all it's all positive now I, I break it down into two two sections am I accepted right who first off who cares you know who cares like, we don't care but <laughs> regardless if you like it or not yeah you're still, there and you're there to stay it's still happening but um the first part is was i accepted within the a, a certain community of workers within the city because in this certain community is not reflected it does not reflect the community as a whole mm-hmm. now the, 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 you get what i'm saying i get you <laughs> we're looking at each other i get you <laughs> within that community and eh, you know, it's like, you know, passing favoritism, whatever. So one day they like you, one day they, they don't. Of one course. day they're, they're all about you, and the next day they're on to the next flavor, you know? So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so was I accepted? Ask me today, and I'm going to say yes. Ask me next Ask month. Tomorrow. Like, <laughs> I don't know if I'm accepting or not. Um, <laughs> uh, but, but within the real workers that um, are in this city, died in the world, ain't ain't no one knows their name. They they doing the work, you know. Yes, absolutely, nothing but love pouring forth. I'm so blessed. I mean, they, people come into the shop and they talk about how happy that they are that the shop is here. They they accept me um, as 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 if I did uh, was born and raised here. Yeah. You know, and and, and it, it feels like family. You know, it feels like family. We have we have very serious and intimate conversations with one another in order to help each other. Yeah. You know, it's, it's something very very special. It's something very special. Black people, um, when when you when they're in a in a in an environment that is safe, that mm-hmm. is comfortable, that's understanding and supportive. People of color, you know, that something else comes out of them. Yeah. They're not they they don't feel the weight of this kind of um, pressure that society puts on them because they're being viewed in a certain way. And so you see something very beautiful, you know, and I think that's what, uh, especially hoodoo is all about that beauty. Oh, wow. That's wow. You just dropped some knowledge on these listeners today. I love it. I hope so. Cause that's what it's about. It's there's, there's something it, it really, it's not, it's not about cracking open a book or looking up a YouTube video. It really yeah, is yeah. talking talking to the people and understanding the 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 complicated yet yet incredibly beautiful power that resides within them and what they're really truly capable of and how they can't reach some of it because they don't believe in themselves and when you make them feel when you make them feel like they are good Mm -hmm. you know that are capable that they are strong, that they are wise. When you when you give them those gifts of acceptance, they really do open up, and they're able to reach different levels of um, different levels of strength within themselves. Mm-hmm. That is that's that is true. Now, 
Well, I don't want to say the name of the shop because, you know, I don't like to put anybody out there because, you know, it's a small community, but she I'm glad your shop the- is open and I can't wait to visit because I felt like, ah, this is going to sound so bad. Oh, my God. But I felt like every time I went to New Orleans, it it was missing your shop, something authentic, something that catered to realness, to the practice, not so much catered to, you know, the tourist and, uh, you know. That yeah. kind of crowd, you know. There's and that's a whole other conversation that so I don't um, want to say I'll, the name of the shops, you know. <laughs> but you know, I was kind of I will always be upset when I would be in New Orleans, and I'm just kind of like, I'm not here to buy, you know, a seven dollar pack, you know, package of sage at so and so shop when I'm seeing somebody coming in with a hurricane cup and they're drunk. I'm like, I'm here for realness, for authenticity. Like, where is this shop? So it, that's how it, I it, found you actually, because I just kept googling and googling and. You came up and you still didn't have your shop open, and then I saw when you like did your whole opening of the shop, and I was like, "Yes, yeah, it, it truly is something different." Like, um, you know, to each their own. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, I know, I know that. And here's the thing: like, I, I know a lot of these shop owners, and some of them are very legitimate workers, but their shop doesn't reflect it because exactly. they're not really trying to share anything. They're just really like, here's a shop. If you want something, you can buy it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so that, so uh, uh, talking about a shop doesn't automatically reflect on the work of themselves. Yeah. Um, you know, and then and I, I can't knock nobody's thing. If, if that's your business, then that's your business. And especially as being a business owner, I can't knock anyone's thing, yeah. right? Like I have to play fair within this arena. Uh, but, but I, I hear you. Hey, listen, I know, I know because if, if I was excited about this, and I don't live in New Orleans, you know what I mean? And I was just kind of like, oh, my God, yes, something, you know, something real, something authentic. People can go in there and talk and, you know, get help and ask questions. You yeah. know, it's, it's hard to ask questions when, you know, you're in the middle of the French Quarter and it's 3 o'clock and everybody's already wasted. And, like, I get it. You have to sell. You have to cater to the tourists as well. But I'm very excited your shop is open. I'm like, yes. You know what? And and I dis I disagree that you have to cater to the tourist. Mm-hmm. I think that's a slippery slope. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that you should cater to the real practitioners. Yeah. And if the tourists have the time and the patience to listen, because when you walk through my when when you walk through the doors of Crescent City Conjure, I want you to feel like you're stepping into the house of practitioners. And if you are a tourist and you don't know nothing about this, I want you to feel like there's a lot that you could potentially learn. Mm-hmm. Those are the only people that I that I want to, to deal with. If you're completely closed off and you're looking yeah. for a little tchotchke, you're yeah. not going to find it here. It's, yeah. Oh, my God. Yes, yes, yes. Now, ooh, let's see. Let's see. Hmm. Now, I need to know, because I went on your website, because I'm a nosy body. You know, I'm always looking at stuff and <laughs> trying to see what people are doing. And I saw that because I have a friend up here that he practices hoodoo. His name is Brandon Bolden. He's going to be moving, I think, in October down to New Orleans. And he used to tell me that he would make Grigri, is it? Grigri. It's spelled G-R-I-S-G-R-I-S. Yes. <laughs> you guys, for the guys listening, I called him when he called me earlier today just for a quick chat. I was like, how do you pronounce it? Because it's spelled G-R-I-S. So I said Gris Gris. And I swear to God, this guy just laughed at me. He was like, ha, 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 like so funny. And I was like, oh, it's Grigri. <laughs> so what, what, what is that? Like, what is that? What is, what is a Grigri? Um, that's a, that's a, you know what? There's the, there's the book, there's the textbook um, definition 
which is talking about how the word Grigri came from, you know, previous uh, language, other languages, and has evolved into the word Grigri, um, uh, and how it's a little spell in the bag, a little charm, all these, you can crack open any book, Google it, and they're all going to say this, they're all going to say the same thing. It's a little charm, it's a little thing, whatever. Grigri is, is it's a very, to me, Grigri is very, very special. Um, to me, Grigri is a little spirit. It, it's, it's a little spirit. You're creating a living thing. And if you really look at other ATR, African traditional religions, and you see their technology and how they put together things in containers and pots so that they are living vessels, it's very much the same way Grigri is made. The way I explain Grigri is like just like the human body that has different organs um, operating in different ways but coming together as the full system, which is you, is very much like a Grigri. Each and every ingredient is chosen for a specific reason and then put together in a ritualistic manner to accomplish more complicated things like money drawing, love, luck, protection, Oh, maybe you need to make a love one for me. (laughs) Well, well, I make them all day, so yes. (laughs) Um, But you need to, like any living thing, you have to feed a Grigri. Traditionally, you would feed it for me, in my house, we feed it rum and oils. You know, you can look it up and it'd be oils and tobacco, so a lot of other um, the rum dries the ingredients out and constricts them. The oil replenishes those ingredients. And so you're creating the life rhythm for the Grigri. And that's how it becomes a living, breathing entity. Because oh, wow. you're feeding it and it's, it, it's pumping. It's pumping through the ingredients in the Grigri. Um, they're really strange. They disappear on their own. They hop around on their own when they come into life. They are they are they have a personality all their own. To me they are very, very special. The the reason Grigri is a long game thing though. It's not it's not short game, meaning you're not trying to like light a candle and see some stuff pop off next week. You're trying to change the course of your life with it with a, if you you could work with a Grigri for years. You know, it could be a friend confidant for years. You know, it, I mean if, I, if you if you have a money drawn Grigri, when are you going to stop needing money? You know, like you can, we, you, <laughs> we always need money. You can work with a Grigri for years. Wow. You know, they are they are, they are uh, loyal. They are they are uh, uh, capable um, tools. They are you, you, they are discreet enough for you to use them when you need them. Grigris are fantastic. I I, I, I love I love my Grigris, all of them. Okay, so we have our first question, and it's from Stephanie. Stephanie, you're going to kill me because I'm going to mispronounce your last name, but I love you. She's a friend of mine. Stephanie Hutnick? She's a psychic medium as well. And her question is, what is the biggest or most common misconception on voodoo and hoodoo? Yikes. I mean, that they're the same thing. That's the biggest misconception. You know, like, that that's it. That they are the same exact thing. I've heard people say that, oh, voodoo is the religion and the hoodoo is the, the magic of the religion. That's wrong. That's still saying that they're the same thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that, you know, they're, they're both uh, different. And so you, you don't know one by knowing the other. Okay. And you have to, you really have to look at both of them as separate things because they are. Um, a, a voodoo practitioner won't, a voodoo saint will most likely not be able to tell you much about hoodoo. A hoodoo practitioner may or may, uh, it's more likely that a hoodoo practitioner can tell you about voodoo, some things about voodoo. Um, but still, they're in the dark. They're not going to tell you in yeah. things that are initiation because they're two different things. They, they share very little um, in common because they have the same they, they, they come from the same they have a they, they share a history yeah. and 
course, they share a history, hence the, the, the similarity in names. But they are not the same thing. Like I said, voodoo um, is, 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 is a religion and hoodoo is, is really about black people specifically trying to survive in a, in, a, in a place that was not designed for their success. And so all these little tricks and, and, and all these candle burners and all this other stuff. Um, and also, I want to talk about race, if that's okay, for a oh, second. Oh, yeah, go right ahead. <laughs> go right ahead. We're color, but I also want to. I also want to tell the people who are not people of color something about because you know these people they want to practice who do, and I say that's great, mm-hmm. that's okay. You can, you can. It's but it's it's the difference of you coming into someone's house and acting like you've been there forever. You yes. gotta, yes, you got respect. to. Learn. You have yes, you have to have a level of respect and you have to have a level of pause. Because you don't know what's happening here, you need to be accepted by the people who are in this house before you're. You feel like you could just run around and do whatever, you know. And there's too many people running around doing whatever oh, without yes. without checking in, in in the house to see, you know, what what's really should be done. So yes, I do believe you could practice hoodoo, which is African American folk magic, if you are not African American. But you need to approach it with a large amount of respect and pause, meaning that before you you know pop off and decide that you want to you know do this and say that and contribute mm-hmm. here just watch learn and try to understand see, let me not- see let's see stephanie asked me another question that was pretty good let me see if i could scroll up to her yeah she says in hoodoo do they believe in the same energy energy shifts as we do example big blood moon tomorrow does that affect anything for you guys He's giving me the face that it really does. <laughs> that's a, that's a, that is a good question. Um, yes and no. Um, for me, I'm learn. I, I, so first off, factually, fa- factually, the moon has a huge influence on the planet Earth. Factually, it controls tides. Like it is the closest heavenly body. That's just true. And so anyone that that tells you that it, it does not have a place um, is is just not looking at natural law. <laughs> close enough um, but uh, yes and no okay you can absolutely use hoodoo will work regardless of the moon right okay. you can accomplish some huge stuff without it need, needing to be a full moon or whatever um, even though if you understand and work with the moon then you can you can add that as something within in your work um, hoodoo relies on the spirits of the roots and the spirits of your ancestors so you can make things happen no matter what is happening on in, 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 in the sky. Mm-hmm. So some traditions are more celestial in nature, more concerned with heavenly bodies. And some traditions are more earth-based, more chthonic in nature, meaning that we're concerned about natural spirits and not in a, in a Wiccan or witchcraft sense. More in the sense of, of animism that we're, we're, we're trying to connect and elevate um, the spirits of Russo that they can work on our behalf, um, which is completely outside of the tide of the moon. So we're not we're not trying to when I think about working with the tide of the moon, um, I, I, I literally envision envision it as a tide of, of water that you're trying to ride, cause change and, and, and cause effect. We're not getting our tide from the moon. We're getting our tide from the roots and from our ancestors. We're asking for their help. And that's why it's not necessary at all to, to, to use the moon in our work. Although if you are learned enough in occult studies, absolutely. Why wouldn't you time you're working to something that could be more beneficial? And we have another question from Pat Kraft. 
and she says, what's the shop address, and what do people do? You know Pat? No, but I was I guess her nickname is Mama Pat. <laughs> she wants to know what is the shop address and what do people typically want when they come to you? Wait, is it Pat Topinski? You coming to bed, hon? Yep, honey, I'll be right there. Just got to turn out the light. Ow! Ow! Some things never change. Like your kids always leaving tiny toys on the floor for you to step on. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Sweetie, I think I left the downstairs light on. P- please don't make me go. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. A new Peacock original series from Will Smith and Westbrook Studios. Where are we going? You're going to stay with your aunt and your uncle. You get one shot. What the hell is my life? At a second chance. There's no going back. Bel-Air, streaming now, only on Peacock. Is that the last name? No, this is Kraft. Oh, okay. All right, because I do know. <laughs> um, what, okay, so my shop address is 2402 Royal Street, New Orleans, Louisiana, 70117. <laughs> it's on a website somewhere. Anyway, um, what can people expect? Um, I don't know. I, 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 everyone gets a different experience. That um, really depends on on what. Okay, so the way that a, 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 an experience of a hoodoo shop should should be experienced, in my opinion, is that you come in, you book your reading. First off, you talk to the to, you talk to the head of the house. There, you talk to the owner of the store, the head of the house, if they have a house elder or if they have. Um, or if the person who owns the store is the house elder, talk to them about why did you come in the shop in the first place? What, what is it that you're looking for? What do you want? What's going on? Um, what I'm going to do is is listen, listen patiently. I may have something, you know, smart I like to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> you know? And then we're going to get you into a reading so that we can un- better understand what's really, so you can better understand what's going on, so we can better understand what's going on, so that we can get to the root of the issue. The reading is going to help us help you. Now we could just listen to what you think it is, but your but people's perceptions are mostly based on you know an external experience of what they think is going on. We're trying to get past that external layer and go a little deeper to the root of the issue. What's causing these things to happen? And let's cure that. After the after the reading, um, the head of the house or the root worker in the house should speak to should speak to their readers and have a conversation about the state of this person's spirit. What is going on? What's the real issue? How can we really um, help this person? And then I have a conversation with that person about their situation so that and, and we all get on the same page. I'm on the same page. They understand where I'm coming from. Every, we, and it usually, they'll, for instance, we had a woman come in, right? She's like, oh, I'm coming because my love life sucks. I want to, you know, change my love life. I have someone in my life, but it's, it's starting to cool down. It's not as hot as it used to be. So we do a reading, and the reading it turns out that she makes um, significantly more than he does, and he's um, and he uh, has a real big issue with that. So the issue, the issue, it, it, it's it's money. It's more money than it is it is love. We can change that his luck around and get him making more money. That ain't a problem. He 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 was intelligent. He was educated. He has the ability to 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 uh, have a great career. He just couldn't find work. If we could find that man working, if that's it then yeah. we're not going to do love work for you because you're in love with him. Mm-hmm. Love is not the problem. Money is the problem. So that th- readings will get us to that point so we can really help someone. Then from there, 
we talk about um, details of the work, like do you live with this individual opposed to them being far away? That's going to affect how the work is done. Um, is this, you know, so and people wonder why do we have a money oil, a money drawing powder, a money can, or money? I saw that on the website. How do how do we get? Why do we need all these different things? They're applied in different ways to 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 be worked in in particular ways for particular situations. Not everyone needs a money drawing candle, although they may need increased income. You know, so it's a, it's different ways that you that you deal with this. Um, so you go from introducing yourself to having a reading um, to uh, purchasing the things that you need to correct your situation, be that a product or be a spell work. So by the time you're done at the shop. Um, you should have an actionable plan to see real change in your Okay, I have another question um, from Shay. She wants to know, she heard you say the house elder. She wants to know what is a house elder? They're okay. You, they're giving you questions today. <laughs> hey, baby. Um, You're the right, teacher. So. So Crescent City Conjure, so you'll have different houses, right? Like you'll, you may have a voodoo house. You may have mm-hmm. a, a witchcraft house. You know, well, that would be a coven. But it's just your group of people that you see all the time, you know, who are involved, who are working together, who you can call on for support, who are learning at the same time, walking a similar path. Um, that's a house. Crescent City Conjure isn't just a store. It is a spiritual house. And so we have people who come here who are always here. We're, we're helping each other. If they need work done, they're not we, they're not clients. They're they're family. Mm-hmm. And so. You know, that's a different that's a whole different process. Now, for you to be a functioning house, you do need different levels of understanding, different levels of experience, different levels of of resources. And this is how we all help each other out. So a house elder is going to be in in hoodoo. We're not talking about hoodoo is not an initiatory tradition. So you're only a a elder, a house. You're only an elder when you're elderly. Okay, because some of these traditions, you can be an elder when you're 25 because you got your that's not that's not hoodoo um so especially in new orleans i think it's 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 important because it has such a beautiful history of the work and so of course you will want um someone who who is actively involved in the house who can tell you about these stories back in the day how they used to do it they can compare it to how it's evolved now they can give you a whole nother level of wisdom guidance and support in their particular way through their life wisdom that's a house elder and all of us younger folk need that kind of support need that kind of wisdom that uh, an el- an, uh, a hoodoo elder can provide um then you have your you, then you have someone who's more who's more like me um i'm not an elder because i'm not elderly Elderly. <laughs> um, I could see him. He's a young guy. He's not I'm, old. I'm not elderly, but I am a leader of my community, and this is my house. I am the head of my house. Um, so that has a whole different thing because I'm carrying a level of responsibility that would allow me to give a different type of direction, a different type of guidance, and a different type of wisdom. So you want to have different people in your house that can that that have different specialties, right? Everyone for everyone comes together in a family to support everyone else. You know, all for one mentality um, in in a house structure. Wow, that's yeah, that's pretty cool. And let's see, what else? What else? Come on, are you going to tell me about my love life or not? Come on, pull some cards for me. I'm curious. I'm an open book. I'm an open book. Okay, so what's your first and last name? (laughs) Peggy Coates. Give me one second and then we'll begin, okay? Okay.
why are you asking me about this on 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 live video? <laughs> I, I have no idea because your your some of your tea is coming out, so I don't I don't it's know. Okay, what. <laughs> I'm an open. Listen, I am an open book. Okay. My tea is gonna be spilling, honey, spilling. <laughs> <laughs> Let me take a sip of my real tea. For real, hold on. Well, they're, they're still. It feels like you're. You still have someone in your heart who I don't know if you miss them or if uh, there's past pains that you're still holding on to. But when I'm thinking about you and your love life, it's, it, there's still someone who lives in that house that needs first off that needs to get it go before you start really attracting someone new. So if you've had an issue with attracting new people, um, it, you're kind of occupied in some ways. Um, it doesn't look like that past was all um, fun and games. It looks like there was some rocky stuff that's coming up. Um, I'm not going to get into too much detail with it, but believe that's the person um, that's still residing in your heart. And because of those situations, it's not something that you can just shake off. It, it was more than just a relationship. It was kind of a period in your life. Um, from there, it looks like you focused more on yourself. And, and, and it's, it, it can be difficult for us to switch modes sometimes, especially when um, we're we're. Uh, we're learning to be strong through protecting our heart by putting walls around our, our heart and our emotions. Um, it does look like there's a young person coming up um, if they haven't, and it looks like you, <laughs> not a young person, it's the, the page of Pentacles, so it's a, it's a younger man. Um, and I don't know if he's already in your life, but those walls that you put up, you're not, you're not having that person. Um, I don't know if y'all are talking, but I don't see him. I don't see him going the distance um, here. Um, you're, you see the two of pentacles, and then you see the five of wands. So there's opposition. I mean, there's opposition because of this kind of um, authoritative uh, mindset that that you have. It's not even. You're not even being represented by the Queen of uh, Swords or, or anything like that. It's the Hierophant. So you're you're superimposing your own ideas of what's right onto another individual. I'm sure that a lot of people feel like they can't live up to your standards. From there, we're going to the Seven of Wands, um, which is overcoming. You're, you're good. The cards are saying you're good right now. You're not you're not ready for love at the time. At this, at this moment, which is great. You're ready to continue investing in yourself and learning about yourself and growing as an individual. Now is not your time for love, but it's always there. It doesn't look like you have a problem with, with attracting <laughs> people or or finding potential. It looks like you got one that's buzzing around you right now that you ain't having. So I don't see anything wrong in your love life. I think that you're just not, you're just not open to it at the current moment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I am not, you know, and you're right. I am focused on me, and I do have extremely high standards. So, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Uh, you don't have anything to worry about in your love life. When when you're ready, when you're really ready, you don't you won't have a problem finding someone at all. Yeah. So when I'm ready, I won't have my walls up like freaking. <laughs> No, you gotta put on put those walls down too. You know, can't can't nobody climb them walls. I know, honey, but these walls are tall. That I have, <laughs> they are like they're tall, tall walls. You know, then you go over the wall. There's alligators. I mean, it's it takes a lot. It takes a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Shay's like Peggy. Are you blushing? She knows you so well that I'm blushing. <laughs> Oh my god, that, that is funny. But, but what about you? What do you practice? Because are you are you you're not like you're not um Santeria or uh, uh um or like uh Curandera 
No, I grew up with Santeria and Voodoo. I grew up when I was a kid with it. I'm from the Dominican Republic. Um, so I've always been around stuff like that and mediums and psychics. and um, But I never really got into it. I've always, I'm more like a scared... Like, you know what? I am a scaredy cat. I don't care who hears it right now. I am a scaredy cat because I, I see things, you know? So sometimes I feel like if I start practicing, I will see more than what I already see. And it scares me sometimes. You're gifted. And I but hate I definitely, gifted. like, if people tell me, like, oh, my gosh, you know, I, I have this bad luck and this is happening to me. Trust me, I have concussions for everything. I'm like, take some Florida water and <laughs> take this. And then sometimes I'm, I amaze myself because I'm like, how do I even know that? Like, take a bath with this and do this and, you know. But I guess from... You're blessed. You don't, you're blessed and you're scared of your blessing, but... Yeah. yeah, I think it scares me because um, I don't know how to say it in English. Um, my mom, while I was growing up, spirits used to like or kind of take her. We say montal. Yeah, what did she? Was she? Was she? Um, espiritismo. Yes. Oh, well, so she she knew family. how to ride. Let spirit yeah. ride. So it would get inside her, and I would remember like, her face will change, things will change, and who's there? Hi! Oh, that's, that's Jason. J- Hi, that's, Jason. Yeah, that's Jason. <laughs> oh, can't see it. We're, we're not... Boy, uh, anyway, what were we talking about? Boy, he's being nosy. He's like, what is going on? He's being nosy, yeah. It's okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's a, no, almost I'm... a form of channeling, but it's just different. Okay. Yeah, no, someone asked me, is that the same thing as channeling? But we call it montal. And, uh, you know, it just not- used to scare me. It used to scare me. Like, it used to happen, like, randomly. Like, if my grandfather, my Savignon is his name, wanted to give us a message or give the family a warning. Because he's always, he's always been with us and watches us. Yeah. And he's like our watcher, you know? Mm. And her face used to just change. And that always used to just scare the crap out of me as a kid. Oh, I just it, it's just you 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 know how many people run in these shops and talk about wanting to be psychic and having these things that you're trying to push away. So yeah. I don't know. But I'm always encouraging. Like, I always want people to embrace. Yeah, their like the mediumship part, like the spiritual mediumship part. I am very open to it. I see things. I help. I do what I can. But I I don't know how to read the tarot cards. People always ask me like, "Oh, can you read the cards?" I'm like, I I don't know how to do that. Or they'll ask me, like, um, can you tell me my future? I'm like, can you tell me, Mom? Because I don't know how to do that either, you know? So it's kind of crazy, you know? Like, people would tell me and say, oh, I can't, you know, do you do readings? How much do you charge? And I'm like, I, and I tell them, I don't do readings. If I have a message to give you, I'm going to give you the message. Because I feel like I'm not trained enough to have a consultation and sit there and, what if nothing comes through? You know what I mean? Stuff like that just like boggles my mind sometimes. Man, I mean, sometimes stuff ain't gonna come through. I mean, that's that's just like I, I wear. You know, there are some readings. There, re- I have to be honest with my clients. This is yeah. not a wax on wax off situation. It's not. It's not a a, 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 a switch that can just yeah. be flipped. It doesn't happen on command like that but all the time. There are times when that? you're gonna have clients that yeah. have paid for a reading or sitting in your chair and it's just nothing. 
you're getting you're receiving nothing it, it does yeah. happen you know um and then you have to be honest and say you know i got nothing bro like you know you, i can give you a refund you come back another time whatever but i'm not yeah. i'm not getting anything that's to me is authenticity to when you're on you're honest about yeah. the how this works and you're not afraid to to stand on that honesty you're not trying to pull something out of a rabbit's hat pull something yeah. out of your ass but make something up you're just really just saying like this is what it is and that's not changing you know, then, so to yeah. me, you have to be honest with people. And then I just wonder how some people, yeah, I mean, there's, we're going to have people who are real, we're going to have frauds, we're going to have people who are in it for the money, you know what I mean? Like, there's just everything, yeah. any kind yeah. of industry. See, that's another difference from Crescent City Conjure and some other some other businesses that I see. Um, a lot of it, you, it's very clear that they're trying to get money. Like, yeah. that's that's it. Yeah, it's very clear. Crescent City Conjure is more concerned about the personal evolution, spiritual evolution of individuals. Then we, I mean, we're a business. We've got to keep the doors open. But money is not our first agenda at all. Yeah. And I think that if as long as you can keep it uh, balanced in that way, then you're always going to – the success follows – um, when you're really giving your best to the community, I think that you'll be blessed with success because of that. Um, but but no, nah, money isn't our first agenda at all. And I don't like that that money grab feel that I yeah. get from, from some stores. Yeah. yeah, it's like some people like, you know, they just switch. It's a switch for them. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do 10 readings today. And I'm like, how? <laughs> how did you just do 10 readings? Like, what is going? I mean, like, if you're on, you're on. But like, are you on every single time? No, yeah. you're not every single time. I mean, and so that's that's I, I do I do max I do max three readings a day, max yeah. three readings, and I don't even do that anymore because I'm I'm too busy, you know. Yeah. Uh, after the second reading, I'm usually like fried. After yeah. the third, I'm like digging real deep to make a connection because I don't. Who wants to be sad? Who? Because when I sometimes when I when I do readings, I'm opening myself up to a degree, and I don't know how. I don't always know how hard spirit is going to come through and a really good reading spirit can come all the way through and i'm not even there i'm in the back seat and something else is speaking through me yeah. who the hell wants to change their consciousness from that to like business stuff like three yeah. times a day that's and then just, just the, the draining of your energy that happens you know it's just it's exhausting it now let's see exhausting. um let's see let's see now, can you tell people what is your website if they want to, like, if they wanted to book a reading, a phone reading with you? Like, how can they reach you? Exciting news. Exciting. We're updating, we're, we're, not really. We're updating the website. So in about, in a, like, um, what, like three weeks, there'll be a brand new website. So that's that's good. Um, I just got finished a, a small booklet of instructions um, because I, when I started this business, it was more selling to practitioners. So we didn't need instructions because the people who were purchasing knew what they were doing. Now that it's grown to this degree, of course, we have a lot of attention from people who don't really know what to do with this stuff. So I have to include instructions. So it's going to be a free PDF that will be sent to everyone who um, purchased something off the website to, to learn how to use what I've created um, leading up to a book that is going to be um, a physical book that will be available in, in store and online with even further instructions including uh, root work Bible verses um, personal anecdotes of how I've used it so it will be a lot thicker and you can find those things at crescentcityconjure.us not .com .us crescentcityconjure dot us <laughs> <laughs> let's see um i have a question from stephanie and shay they say sen do you use tools like automatic writing 
Like, you know, when people do readings and, you know, they... No, so... No, the way that it, the, like like other ETRs, African traditional religions, um, it's very much ancestral based. And, and you'll see the, a common theme of uh, spirits hopping in the physical body of an individual. And it's the same for hoodoo in a certain way. When you're at your ancestor altar, when your ancestors do come through, it can it, they can come through so strong that they end up sitting inside of you. And like I said, you'll take a back seat. Um, so, no, I personally don't use... Um, automatic writing because for me it is not the best tool to um, to get messages through so I've never uh, developed that muscle because I do believe it's more of a muscle if you have the ability to hear and to see and you are a conduit then you can um, you can you know use several tools and automatic writing is more of a tool in which uh, for spirit to speak through you um, no I do not use that tool Nice, nice. Stephanie said, "Wow, <laughs> I love Stephanie. She's she's pulled a couple cards for me before. The last time she pulled a card for me on her show, she's like, this is so weird.' She's like, did you change the way you eat? Because she thought it was something wrong with the card. And I'm like, yeah, I'm lactose intolerant now, and you know, I cut out dairy, and it's just funny. I, I love her. She's awesome. <laughs> But she had an issue because, you know, she was shuffling her cards and she was shuffling for like a while. <laughs> it's like, what's wrong with you, Peggy? You're so hard right now. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, this is amazing. I don't even feel sick anymore. I know once we're done, I'm going to be dying and take some Theraflu and go to bed. <laughs> you completely healed, baby. After this, you have healed me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I love it I love it I cannot wait to go down and visit you guys down there because come on by it'll be I a am, good time I want some good food like yes. real good food don't take me to anything that's you should come good. you should come join the barbecue so I'm going to do a barbecue on it's going to be in August I think Ooh, like around this ninth, yeah, because we do like we. It, it's a great time because we got um, we'll have everyone there and the whole community comes out. And so last year was just incredible. Um, so that's a you talking about food? Oh, I no, love food. Do, a spit. I think it's called a spit roast. With the we're gonna roast a we're gonna roast a pig this time because we got a chef who's coming, um, who, who's friends of the business, and so he he'll do that for us. It's gonna be fun. Um, I don't know what to expect because we do this right in the middle of the street. So we want to just be roasting a pig in front of the voodoo shop, you know. I so. know that going to be. I love it. You see, only in New Orleans. I love it. <laughs> now, do you say, let's see, do you say New Orleans or do you say New Orleans? I say New Orleans. I say okay. New Orleans. Okay, so that means we're, we were, we're right. Good. Say New Orleans, no. Because when people say New Orleans, I'm like, oh, I cringe. I'm like, no, it's New Orleans. New Orleans. Say yeah, it like it's the local. Well, yeah. It's not New Orleans, no. Oh, that's how they. That's why I tell people. That's how they know you're a tourist when you're there. You're like, oh my god, I love New Orleans. You're like, it's, it's New Orleans. Yeah, I love New Orleans too. Yeah. Now, um. Yeah. Let's see this. Quick question. Have you ever seen Big Frida? Like, in town? Oh, my God, but I want to. I, I swear to God, I, I would love to walk down the street and be like, I don't even know how I would. I, I, I admire Big Frida quite I a bit. I love Big Frida. Like, 
for you to accept for for her to accept herself the way that she has amazing and then in the confidence and the career building the ambition oh my god like people can only imagine like if when you reach that level of self-actualization you're good you've done something right yeah i mean and she's been through i mean big frida has been for people who don't know who she is definitely google big frida I mean, she is amazing. It's an amazing story. I mean, wow. Yeah. It's inspiring. To come where really she, and she's still there. And she's still in New Orleans and supports yep. her community. Yep. yep. And the love, the outpour of the community that she gets, just, it tells you something about New Orleans. Yeah. It tells you something about New Orleans. It tells you about what what the, the goal. And you know what? That's something people have to learn, too, when, when they're here about how community-centered you know, New Orleans really, really is. There, there, there's constant flooding every year. There's constant fear of hurricanes blowing through. Yeah. People, people gather around. People support each other. You know, it's a, people will give you, you know, the the canned foods or some way to get back and forth. Will help you out because it's, it's that's what you do. Your neighbors are highly important in New Orleans. Oh my God! Now, can you tell them the story that you were telling me earlier? about how haunted the city looks yes so um there's so there's there are fogs in other places right but there's a thick thick fog that sometimes um uh falls on the city um in the quarter especially where there are lots of gas lanterns on houses when the fog comes it looks like there's just fire suspended in the air you don't see where these gas lanterns are attached to a wall they just look like a line of of lights um, and you'll and if you've ever been here, you know that there's lots of horse carriages. Um, <laughs> one night it was the perfect symphony of strange events where uh, it was thick fog. I couldn't see any of the gas lanterns. It was just eerie. And then you hear the clack, clack, clack of the horse hooves coming down the street, and it's, it just sends chills down your spine. This whole city is haunted. It is a haunted city. It's not like a bunch of buildings are haunted. The city itself. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I, I, it's, it's haunted. <laughs> oh my God. I just love New Orleans. I'm, you have no idea how much I love that place. My heart is in New Orleans and will always be there. And I'll watch any show that has to do with New Orleans, even though they really don't capture the essence of the city. But it's such yeah. a beautiful city. I, I, like I went body. to New Orleans the year on the anniversary of Katrina. And you can still, I remember just like walking down the street and just, that's just, just, people were still, they were sad, but they were still happy to be alive and they were happy for their city and they were cleaning and doing things. And the French Quarter was open and it's amazing. It's resilient people in New Orleans. Hey, beautiful people. It feels like you sign a contract when you move here saying, you know, I'll deal with all of these natural disasters. I'll deal with, um, uh, these other negative because it's not all positive, of course. Any like anywhere, you know, uh, you know, I deal with all of this because there's something just so unique and special about this city that I'm not going anywhere ever. You know, like I'm not going. My house can blow over and I'm still here. I'll just go get. A house, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that kind of commitment. You know, and that, you know they say if you're not supposed to eat, be here, she'll chew you up and spit you out, and it's true. You move here and. If this ain't for you, you won't be here for very long. But if she does accept you, and I say she because New Orleans is, uh, it, she has yes. some, her, the city 
has some. It, she has a personality, like, and you feel her everywhere. Like everyone refers to her as it, it personifies her because that that's how big her personality is. But um, if she if she wants you here, she'll also embrace you and um, create opportunity. I had a woman, right, stopped in the shop, and she said she was a week from from New York. She's oh. been she been to New Orleans for a week, and she's like, you know, I was going to leave. But I got this opportunity opening up, and then I wasn't looking for an apartment. But I, but someone had a really nice apartment that they wanted me to to lease, and I ended up getting an apartment. So I got a job, and I got an apartment, and money hasn't stopped flowing to me. I was like, girl, you might as well go ahead and pack your clothes <laughs> because the city has decided that she wants you, and you're you're she she. I saw her yesterday, and that's about three months ago. Yeah. You know. <laughs> When, when New Orleans wants you, New Orleans wants you. She would do everything in her power, and she's got some powers to move things away around so that she can keep you or or kick you out, depending on how she feels. That's true. It's 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 something about that city. She's intoxicating. I just love New Orleans. I just in more than one way, she's intoxicating. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, you do the French Quarter and Frenchman Street, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Drunkville, USA. And the funny thing, I remember a couple years ago, like, the tourists still didn't know much about Frenchman Street. Like, they would just stop right at that part of the French Quarter. And then little by little, every single time that I kept going, I'd be like, damn, they found Frenchman Street now. Damn it. Yeah. So it's like, oh, no. So now they're, like, it's going there. They call it the big easy and it's funny because it's it's, it's almost it, it's almost um, laughable because it's 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 the small hard that would be a better a better way of explaining <laughs> New Orleans. It is so small, and so and that's another thing about the community vibe. Like you're going to see the same people, you know, every almost every day because it's just that small. Yeah. And so you and everybody knows everybody. They say there's what uh, the three degrees of separation. You know, in New Orleans, it's like one and a half maybe degrees. <laughs> everybody knows everybody. Everybody knows every, every gossip. Oh lord, <laughs> separation. You know, so you gotta like everyone always knows your business. That's just how it is. It's the South, right? So oh yeah. <laughs> Bless your heart. Yeah. It's the yeah. South. <laughs> <laughs> so, and that's okay. Like, there's something beautiful about that because you have a, you know, people re- will really support you, but there's something not so beautiful about it as well. You know, <laughs> you know. So, but if you if you want to live in New Orleans, and New Orleans wants you here, there is not very much that's going to change her mind. <laughs> that's true. That is very, very true. Oh my God! It's been an hour and four minutes. Yay! You did it! Yeah. <laughs> I survived my first podcast sick with a fever. I laughed at everything. I had a wonderful time. <coughs> I think that was the first time I coughed in an hour. Not bad. Not bad. So now. Tell people your Facebook, your social media, how they can follow you and interact with you, because I know they're going to love you. Okay. Um, so you can find me. So everything's Crescent City Conjure. You look up Crescent City Conjure on Facebook, you'll be able to find it. Instagram, you can find it. YouTube, I try to offer small, short videos that give um, easy instructions or explanations of what's going on. But I think that's um, the most informative thing placed is going to be YouTube. Um, Facebook, we more like post new products and new announcements of what's going on in the business. Um, uh, you can find me at crescentcityconjure.us. 
um, and where else? Um, a bunch of other places, I'm sure. Um, I'm teaching at HexFest uh, 2019. Oh, nice. uh, yeah, we got classes coming up. Um, we we're need to be- get your classes online, like do live classes, so people we are working on it. We're working on it. So yes, we gotta please. get. We got. We gotta get. Yes, we're working on. We gotta get um, a camera, and we gotta get the software, and that's what we're working on. Like I'm so, I'm so busy. Like I don't got time to be running out getting the camera. We tried getting like cheap cameras. They don't. They do not work. No, they <laughs> <Learned> don't. That. <laughs> Trying to pinch a penny did not work. Don't pinch those pennies. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so now we got to go back out. And as soon as we get like the last class, I did um, who do who do one oh one, which was a continuation from um, introduction to who do. So we did record that, but the camera was acting real funny. It was too much time that we record. So now we got to run out. But hopefully by this next class, yeah. we'll have a camera and a software that's workable to part, start putting more classes out there online. But I'm happy that we didn't have it for a while because I like that intimate feel of yeah. classes, just people, no camera in your face, no recording, just me and the people who showed up to the class. That's true, that's true. It's just me because I want to attend a class and I'm all the way over here in New York, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, I want like, And I want people who can't come to have that information. It's just work that I got to do on my part to make that happen. Yeah. Definitely. So I know I definitely will be going down there for August if there's going to be food. <laughs> I love good. I am a northerner with a southerner heart. I love me some good southern food. <laughs> so you you enticed me with New Orleans and a pig roast. Yes. I'm there. Yes, pig roast. I can't. I can't wait. So because because that's gonna. He's a, the person who's gonna be doing the pig roast is a is a top is a top chef. Like he's 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 a, a, a very he's a chef. Like this man is gonna make us some bomb food in the middle of the street. You know, for 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 the shop. So it's going to be uh, a lot of a lot of fun, and uh, it's another opportunity for the community to get together. What I like about it is, no matter if you're a practitioner or not, it just shows that we care about people. Yeah. You know, and it's, we don't care if you're you know big mama boo boo day or whatever. You know, if you're the high the highest high priest in all of the universe. You know, we're we're talking about just regular people. You know, getting together and enjoying each other's company. Let's have fun, eat some food, and share stories. That's, yeah. that's what it's all about at the end of the day. It's just Absolutely. It's community. So this mm-hmm. is awesome. Um, I had such a great time with you. I had such a great time with you too. I like talking to you. I like to. I think we're gonna be we're gonna be friends. I I, I have declared January nineteenth, two thousand nineteen, our friend day. We're gonna be friends. I can already tell. Yes, indeed. Oh, who's that in the background? Now I'm just being nosy. This is Jason. Do you want to look? Do you want to talk? Can you just come on forward so I can see you? Because you know you've been peeking. You, <laughs> this is he. He's camera shy. Um, well, I see a body. Hi, Jason. Don't mind me. I'm all sick. <laughs> he's, just, he's just a manager. So uh, and he's my he's my business partner. Um, so he we, we we work together to build it. He, he handles a lot of the back end stuff. So I don't I don't know how to deal with websites or all of that other stuff, but he does. Yeah. You know. I don't know either. So it's okay. I had to be. They had to give me a tutorial for this program and all this stuff going on. <laughs> I just thought I could just show up. <laughs> Well, let's say goodnight, and I'm so excited you were on the show. People are going to love it. I, I'm Thank so you excited. for having me. Thank, thank you, you for having me. Have a good night, and I hope that you feel better soon. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Bye-bye. And, guys, thank you for tuning in into the Abyss with Peggy Gypsy. For the people who are going to replay, you guys are going to really enjoy this. 
And thank you so much. Make sure to follow me on Facebook, Peggy Gypsy, Twitter, Peggy Gypsy, Instagram, Peggy Gypsy, and the number one. And I hope everybody has a good night. Be kind to one another. Stand tall when the naysayers try to, you know, throw rocks at you and always be kind. Kindness is free. Okay? Thank you. <laughs> Bye-bye. Have a good night. Good night. Disney Plus is home to the biggest blockbusters, Free Guy, Disney's Encanto, and Marvel Studios Eternals. And coming this month, there's so much more. Star Wars The Book of Boba Fett, National Geographic's Torn, and the series premiere of The Proud Family, Louder and Prouder. All of these and more streaming this month on Disney+. Plus. Watch Marry Me. You, I'll marry you. Jennifer Lopez, Owen Wilson, Maluma. Featuring a new song, On My Way by Jennifer Lopez. Marry Me. Directed by Kat Koira. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. In theaters and streaming only on Peacock. Sign up now. Visit PeacockTV.com.